Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here. This is the Big 12 Watch here on Crystal Ball College Football. I am your host. On today's show, we got our Big 12 Power Rankings coming your way. Oklahoma State, Kansas, K-State, did they make a big move in this week's rankings? How far did the Oklahoma Sooners fall? That's coming up on today's show. One note, you cannot see me. That is because some folks talked about some audio quality things, and I noticed them as well, too. Had to get the ports in my laptop fixed, which me, uh, you know required me to send off said laptop. So send that off. Should be back here in a few days. I have a backup laptop that I'll hopefully get going tomorrow. I'm at the radio station right now recording this. So will just be some visual effects. Also, the audio as well. Things will be back to normal, but we'll make sure that for the long term, for the back part of the season, we don't have any audio issues or video issues, so we bring you guys the best possible content. But just for today, just for this shorter edition, just for this power rankings, we'll go no vid on the show. Hope you all don't mind. You get one day away from my ugly mug. All right, let's do some Big 12 power rankings for this final day in October here on Halloween. All right, let's do some Big 12 power rankings. So I will post these with the show because I know you all cannot see them right now. I will also make sure that I am very thorough as I read through them, right? I think that uh, that will help all of us if I am uh, you know, very comprehensive with these. So on this week's power rankings, going top to bottom, I've got Texas at number one, I don't think there's any debate about, I mean, there can be some debate about it, but like at full strength with Quinn Ewers, if you look at the run of form recently, I know the Houston game was close, but they escaped. You look at this game this past week, I don't think BYU is that good, but they beat them by 29 points with their backup quarterback in there. And BYU, you know, whatever you want to say, like that was a comprehensive win. Their only loss of the season them being uh, Texas, I mean, is against Oklahoma in a weird rivalry game. And so I'm not sure I should be taking away too much from them. Also, physically, we know that they can overpower teams. That's kind of the big question about I, you know, I have about this game this week. We saw them offensively physically overpower K-State last year. Can they do that again in this game? Look, the line is moving towards K-State, and K-State is rounding into form. But if you look at the wins this year, a 10-point win on the road against Alabama, a uh, you know 32-point win against Baylor, a 26-point uh, win against Kansas. Once again, the Houston win was narrow, but you're going to have those, and that's a game they lost last year. So based off of talent, based off of physicality, I would say Texas is there. Now, look, if Oklahoma State run blocks where they have been, they could beat them that they don't play them. Uh, but if they run block that way, they would have a shot at them. And I think K-State can do some things. Uh, you know, they're going to need their skill players to really step up. And their offensive line is going to play a great game as well, too. But uh, I just feel more confident in Texas right now. I think if you stick all of these teams, you know, I think when you will be back by the time that we're in the conference championship. But 
if you stick all of these teams, neutral field type situation, I'm going to give Texas the nod. So I have them number one. Number two, I went back and forth. I've got Oklahoma State. I've got them there because this run of form, like they have found their identity. They know exactly who they are. And for Oklahoma, who I have at number three, um, their run defense is a problem, and they don't know if they can run the ball consistently each week. Everyone has run the football on UCF this year. Everybody has done it. Uh, I mean, there might be a couple teams that didn't, but like you usually can. Uh, Oklahoma did, was not able to. They ran against Kansas pretty well, but... We do not like we do not have them consistently rushing the football the way I would like to see them do it. And so because of that, you know, in their defense too, the run defense has been exposed a little bit in recent weeks. So I'm going to give the nod to Oklahoma State because look, they know what their identity is. They know Ollie Gordon's their best player. They know Allen Bowman needs to manage games. I know on defense that they've got playmakers. I mean, uh, they've gotten really good contributions at linebacker. Obviously, Colin Oliver, too, is a you know a knockout player. It's just been fantastic for them. And then Martin has been tremendous. So they know what their identity is. After uh, just a bizarre month of, really, I do think it was a bizarre month, of September for them, they have completely turned the corner. And look, Oklahoma favored, I understand. They've won this game a whole lot more. But if we're power ranking these teams, Oklahoma State deserves some consideration for that top spot. And I think they definitely deserve to be, you know, to have a strong argument to be number two. If you look at their recent run of form, eight-point win against K-State where they stymied that offense. A seven-point win against KU that they yanked down against a very good team. Right, a 14-point win on the road in Morgantown, and then they hammered Cincinnati. They played three teams that are towards the top of the Big 12 Conference in K-State, in KU, and in West Virginia. They beat all of those teams, and the one team that was outside of that group, Cincinnati, they hammered pretty good. So that run of form, if you compare that to Oklahoma's recent run of form, I think it's pretty. You know, it's it's not a fair. Uh, it's it's fair to do this, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, and you could say, look, Oklahoma had a pretty good beginning of of October. They beat Iowa State late September, fifty to twenty. They beat Texas, obviously, but then they eked out that win against UCF, and they lost the following week. And I don't think it was like Kansas played the perfect game. Normally, in a situation where KU beats an OU, we're talking about KU playing the perfect game. There were drives where Kansas settled for field goals and did not get touchdowns. There were horrible turnovers along the way, too. And so I think because, and and Oklahoma had that also, but like Kansas matched Oklahoma physically, and also everything did not need to go right for KU to win the game. Stuff went wrong, and they still won the game. That tells me this Oklahoma team. Not fraudulent, but not as good as they showed. And even off the bye week, we saw the signs were there. KU exploited more of that. And look, this run for them at Oklahoma State, West Virginia, at BYU and TCU. Okay, this three-game stretch of KU at Oklahoma State and West Virginia is the hardest. Luckily for them, that is the hardest stretch of their season. But they're playing some of their worst football in their hardest stretch, and that's why I've got them at number three. So Texas is at one, Oklahoma State is at two, and Oklahoma is at three. 
Uh, Texas, for me, was up a spot. Oklahoma stayed up two spots. OU was down two. K-State is fourth. They stay where they are. I talked about them before. Um, They're pushing OU right now. I mean, you could easily flip those two teams if you wanted to, but I didn't think I should flip OU all the way down to fourth. I don't think they deserve that yet. They need to, you know, prove a little bit more. And, and honestly, that's, that's the fun thing about this is there's such a jumble at the top of the league that, you know, you could flip all these teams around. But K-State at four, Kansas at five. So K-State and KU both get victories this week. K-State played Houston, but whipped that ass, uh, didn't move in my rankings. And Kansas uh, beat Oklahoma, significant win, and didn't move because, hey, look, man, it's a great win, but can you put them over K-State the way they're playing right now? I know it's a big win. I know they did it with Jason Bean, the backup quarterback, but I don't think you can move them right now over top of K-State. So that's where those schools figure in right now. Iowa State, for me, is number six. They're up a spot. They were uh, they got a win this week on the road against Baylor. West Virginia beat UCF, and they're actually down a spot. I thought at this point in time, I'm just not giving Iowa State enough respect. I think these two teams both have the same record overall at 5-3. and three. So obviously you can compare them in that sense. And West Virginia, guys, that's been a difficult schedule. Like You look at who West Virginia has played, and I'm actually upset these two teams don't play because I feel like it would be a really good game. But West Virginia has played a lot of challenging teams. For Iowa State, they, you know, they've played a decent amount of road games uh, this year. They played at Ohio, and Ohio, that was you know, when Ohio was kind of at their best, at Oklahoma, and they've gotten back-to-back road wins at Cincinnati and at Baylor, and both of those, uh, one was a three-score win, one was a two-score win. And look, those rosters are not very good. Those teams are not very good, but... If you are a good team, you go out there and you take care of business. And what is what is Iowa State's roster? It's not that great, but they're starting to get better. And that's the one thing about Iowa State teams is it's basically a guarantee their players are going to improve. They're going to get better. And you cannot say that about every team's players, every program out there. And they are getting better and they are improving at so many spots. Once again, if they played West Virginia, it would be a compelling game. If you were to say, Josh, I think West Virginia should be there, I'm not going to fight you too much on that. I don't think it's a bad take at all to have West Virginia ahead of Iowa State, but I just don't think in conference play I'm showing them enough love. And, you know, the one loss they had, they got blown out, Oklahoma, uh, Iowa State did. But Iowa State each week, it seems like they're just becoming a better team. Uh, and they're not that same team. If we're power ranking them based off what's happening, you have to give them that 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 respect. And look, you know, West Virginia has played like difficult challenges, but they do not have a win against a team that is over 500, I believe. Right? Pitt is not very good. Uh, Texas Tech, not very good. TCU is right there, I think, at 500. They lost to Houston and they lost to Oklahoma State. And then they did beat UCF this past weekend by 13. But they don't have a win against anybody who's over 500. So they've played some quality, right? You think about, I mean, their, you know, their their losses. Uh, the Penn, the Pitt game looks a lot worse as we've been along. But you know, like they've had that Penn State game, obviously a challenge at TCU at the time was a challenge, in my opinion. Houston was on their better run when they played them, and Donovan Smith played one of the best halves of his career. They got uh, Ollie Gordon, mid-Ollie Gordon run. And then UCF, obviously, uh, you know, coming off that Oklahoma game, you have to like that performance for them too. But I just think Iowa State a little bit more for me, and I think maybe that win 
over Oklahoma State, although it was a while ago, pushes them over the edge. And also, the fact that it's a team that got back-to-back road wins, and once again, we didn't think that would happen. So, once again, my top seven, Texas one, Oklahoma State two, Oklahoma three, K-State four, KU five, Iowa State six, West Virginia is number seven. Then the back half, I've got TCU up a spot after a bye to number eight. BYU is down to at nine. Texas Tech holds steady at 10. UCF is at 11. Houston uh, holds steady at 12. Baylor holds steady at 13. And Cincinnati holds steady at 14. So uh, the only flip in the back part, look, TCU's got to be ahead of BYU. They went head-to-head a couple weeks ago, and it was one-way traffic in favor of TCU. BYU, um, like, I feel like TCU one week could put some points on you. I don't know if BYU can do that, right? I mean, they got five turnovers against uh against texas tech and scored 27 points so when you're i think it was what five to one in the turnover department if you're plus four in that department and one of them you actually scored off of with a defensive score your offense just isn't that good and their offense is not that good um decent team i hope they make a bowl game but still offense allowed to be desired so i think that's why they have to be ninth right now and uh, ucf did not move after their loss because i just i can't put them behind houston a gas is what it looked like. Baylor, obviously, with the loss there, too. Those two teams will play this week. And Cincinnati stays at number 14. So they're your Big 12 power rankings. That will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at NWPod365. You guys can find me at JoshNeighbors underscore. Like the video. Uh, leave comments as well. Once again, video for me will be back hopefully tomorrow. I've got a backup laptop that I'm hoping will still work. I'm at the radio station right now recording this. Uh, so hopefully that will work tomorrow. Uh, and then find this, uh, find the show wherever you get your podcasts as well. All right, folks, talk to you tomorrow.